everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast. Here, we take your lovely, horrible, nasty, stinky, wretched ideas and mold them into the next AAA titles. (laughs) I am one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I, in the other corner, is your other host, Blake fucking Rayo! Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another fun-loving episode. It's our final episode of Spooky Month. I'm Hype. AJ's Hype. We just got done playing Saints Row, and goddamn, is that game super fun. It's such a good game. <laughs> that game was just hating the gas the whole time. I'm in love with it. I'm so happy it's that good. we're playing it for our Let's Play. It uh-huh. should be up the day that the, the first episode should be up when this podcast is up. So we'll Same. do a little self plug for that. Hey, is there like a sound coming in on? That was weird. I could just like hear shit. All right, it, it, it delete this. What did you hear? A loud ping? Because I heard a loud ping. I heard like a loud. You know, like I heard in your mic. Sometimes I hear like. You remember when we would play Phasmophobia with Joe and and Ray, and then you just like hear like the lights would go off, and you'd hear the in your ear sometimes that just comes through on your mic so i don't know if it's either that mic's going bad or you are haunted like you have a poltergeist that is just chilling out in your house you should lay down some books take some cameras set them up and uh go with the black actually maybe not the black light camera i wouldn't trust walking around your space with a black light camera be like a jackson pollock paint it just take it as you will. I just don't trust it. It's either you're a murderer or you, you know, make messes. Or I'm a nasty, dirty, <laughs> messy boy. You're you're a nasty boy, a nasty, nasty boy. Hey, All right. speaking of nasty boys, um, d- I shit. do. Yeah. Speaking of being a nasty boy in the way that I am, Blake, I have, yeah. I, I'm so desperate to get my ass to like a Target or a Walmart or a Safeway. I don't know where it's gonna have it. But um, you, like, did you hear underwear about underwear or something? You hear about or the like, new seasonal sodas that are coming around? Oh no, there's seasonal sodas. Is there one that's pumpkin flavored? Tell me, there's one that's pumpkin spice flavored. I will die. Better, bud. Uh oh, what we is? We got it? a chocolate Pepsi in the real world. Oh, we got chocolate Pepsi in the real world. You telling me I don't have to go down to my local diner to get one anymore? I'm saying that you Ooh. don't need to go down to your local fucking diner. Ooh. I'm saying that we have Pepsi company Ooh. said, "Hey, what if we got in on the chocolate Pepsi buzz?" Yeah, and like the chocolates. I'm, I'm, I'm dude, that fucking gets me hyped because you know what? Hey, I love a good vanilla Pepsi. I love a good cherry Coke. But you know what? We don't get enough fucking chocolate sodas. We don't get people chocolate have sodas been enough, and chocolate we don't Pepsi get it. fucks so hard. And every it's time I tell good. people that, it's they think I'm crazy. Good. And like, no, I get it's it. great. It's tasty. Like, you got it. You got to fucking try. It's not like they scooped a wad of Nutella and just dunked it in your Pepsi. It's like no, they, they just they blast it with the milkshake sauce. They've yeah, grabbed, they or they got their milkshake chocolate sauce, blast it into your cup of soda, and you drink your chocolate Pepsi. Do you think, do you think, do you think, do you think I could take a, oh my God, AJ, food crime, food crime coming to your ears. I'm going to take chocolate Pepsi, vanilla Uh Coke, and cherry Coke, and I'm going to pour them all into one chilled glass, and I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a Neapolitan soda. (laughs) Can I ask you why you decided to go with a chocolate peppy boy and two Conca Colas if you could get cherry and vanilla pepsi wait that's i can do that i did honestly did not know that there was vanilla pepsi out there i knew there was cherry pepsi but like who the fuck drinks cherry pepsi it's disgusting cherry coke is where it's at um that's true 
I think there's a vanilla Pepsi. Anyway, fuck those flavors, dude. Like, I, I'm i so hyped about the idea of chocolate Pepsi coming into the real natural world. I just hope that it lives up to Bob's Big Boys do, Burger Establishment's it's not, chocolate though. Pepsi. It's not, because it's going to be sitting in a can for a while. Like, as much... It, I... I I, I hope you know people what drink Yahoo out of a can. Maybe chocolate from a can hits right. I've never had but it that's, before. But Yahoo isn't fucking carbonated though, and also that's not chocolate. That's just chocolate flavored water. It isn't. There's no milk in Yahoo. Believe it or not, that blew my mind when I found that out. There's no fucking milk in Yahoo. It's just chocolate water. <laughs> <sighs> but also, you're joking, like, right? No, that's a legit thing. I was curious because I was like. I was like, they they say it's like they, at no point on the bottle do they say it's chocolate milk. So I'm like, Yahoo's that's made weird up of this... water, high fructose corn syrup, and whey. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's no fucking milk in that. Isn't that as insane? of early February 2019? Which means that before 2019, it was milk. Wait, really? Oh, oh, I guess maybe I got I read that late in the game. Well, you know, either way, it's not. There's no fucking milk in it now. It's just water with chocolate in it. Who does that? It tastes Yahoo. good. It tastes pretty. Tastes pretty fucking. It's it's pretty tasty. What if I toss some like carbonated water in that? Like, do you think it would be like maybe not carbonated water, but like car uh, carbonated tonic or so, tonic water? Is that what it is? Isn't I don't that just carbonated know. water? I don't know. There's do I do I look like a bartender that keeps track of these things? I don't. I don't even you know. You do what look are. like a bartender, actually. Yeah, I roll up my sleeves enough. All right, but you know what? Hey, you and I, we look, but you and I, we both look like bartenders. But you know what we look more like? We look more game like designers. game designers. Yeah. We make <laughs> shitty fucking games for the internet, and we're going to make a spooky one today because it is technically our Halloween episode. So you know what? Another AJ, spooky one, huh? Another spooky one. I mean, we only get four of them a year. Like, we only I think get the to spooky make four takes spooky just episodes. about up. We'll see if we can't make it another uh, one. Uh, okay. You think you think we can go with something a little bit more cartoony? All right, I just all think right. I'm well, done with spookies. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I'm going to throw in the towel early. I think I've been hard on that Halloween kick all month. Oh, Oh, can I can I can I put you on blast for something actually before we go into games because now we're talking about spooky shit and Halloween. Um, um, all of internet, I have something to share about AJ that is incriminating and send him your hate mail. Uh, AJ doesn't think Over the Garden Wall is the best Halloween um, product ever made. Uh, he thinks Halloween Town is because he grew up in the Halloween Town <laughs> like a chump. Um, so I, I just wanted to get that Halloween out of town. I can't flex with over the garden wall. Like, Oh, you seen this good little animated cartoon. It's really good. Like everyone can say that, but yeah. me, I'm one of the few people that can say I grew up in Halloween town. I you know, know where the you know big pumpkin sits. You know what? If I were to put out a poll, I mean, most of our listeners are like either our age or slightly older. So they probably know what Halloween town is. I bet if you were to walk up to some 19 year old on the street, and be like, hey, do you know what the fuck Halloween Town is? They'll look at you and like like an old millennial, like an old person. They're like, oh, you idiot. They'll just tell me it's where Jack Skellington lives. Come on. There are other <laughs> Halloween Towns. <laughs> That's right. There is other Halloween Towns. I totally forgot. Um, I, okay, I got you segued us to come the in to do game design. You have to commit to that. Yeah. Take us into game All right. design. All right. Well, I was, I was asking. Oh, I got to give you a game? Yeah. <laughs> this game comes to us on Twitter from Blue Bowser Stan account at Koopa Kirby. A game where you play as the fates and you decide the births, lifespan, and death of people. So, what <laughs> if you were given a soul at the beginning of this game? Or, like, let's, I, I guess a, a good way of thinking about this is this is a papers, please sort of game where uh-huh. it's, you have a soul that arrives and you decide whether to where they spawn in the world and what their career tends ends up being. So 
if you do something like um in i guess in like civilization you can see your decisions instantly or it'll be like oh you're building an army now you'll see how that affects your civilization i want to do a game where all of the decisions you make you do not see the results of them until like an hour of gameplay later so okay. it's like you have to plan way fucking ahead so you can play this game and it also kind of has that level of sims energy where it's like you might play this game just to start shit just to see how fucking crazy you can make things so i'm wondering if like okay you are playing the three fates and you each one of them each fate gives some sort of input on this character um, one first fate, fate decides where they're born where they one fate yeah, decides they, what they what do their career with their is. life and and, and the, the other third one, one when decides they when they die Yes. So now, what can... information are the fates given to help this along? Like, is it like, None. oh, this character like... likes to eat wet bread, and then the third fate can be like, I get to decide when this sick fuck dies. Um, I, I, okay. So you're saying like, what information do they arrive at the gate with? Is that yeah? What you mean? Specifically, uh... what information could a player be given that is pertinent to deciding how long they get to live? Hmm. I'm wondering... Like, if I see some motherfucker, mm. if I'm one of the fates, and I'm given a soul, and it's just, like, in this soul's thing, it's like, this soul hates Prince. Then I'm like, this... Then they don't get long. <laughs> they, they a hate spirit Prince? comes like, to me, and the spirit says, to... how's it going? I'm a serial murderer. And it's like, okay, and then I'm gonna have you die at, like, eight before you can mm. murder. Well, okay, so what is our gameplay loop here? Because are you trying to... You propose something like Papers, Please, mm. so maybe you're given, like, a profile on a spirit with mm -hmm. again like three things they like three things they dislike mm -hmm. and then you are able to decide from a variety of career paths a variety of ages and a variety of locations mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and again then, think... then the gameplay loop is this decision factor of, or like this like you set them on a path you create their story and then you let mm -hmm. them loose and based on these, like, three, like, prompts that you are given, there will be all sorts of variables within there. So, like, mm -hmm. you get a spirit and, like, your choices of career path are things like entertainment, politics. Um, Historian, warrior. Um, yeah. You know, stuff that can transcend, like, you have farmer or artisan or some, you know, a crafter or things like that. Um, okay, so... And I'm so you, are, you decide out, like, one of our... those things, you decide how long they lo live, and then you decide a location. And then from those three pools, the game will start crafting stories. Mm. Um, I'm thinking something how, a little bit I, like uh, uh, there was this. Some... Yeah, hit me. So I think I'm trying to figure out, like, I think the biggest hurdle of this game is figuring out, okay, what does it mean to choose a path for somebody and how does that move the, ga like the game itself forward? So I'm thinking this is a game that starts at the beginning of time or like, you know, right as civilization is starting. And so the fates when, have chosen Adam and Eve. Well, what I'm getting at is, is like the fates don't start out with all of the jobs because jobs get invent invented throughout time. So it's like, okay, so when you first spawn, you, the only options you have are farmer and maybe um, you can, you do not, you can't make them live longer. Like maybe Farmer and plower, the two kinds yeah. of jobs there were back then. <laughs> but as time moves forward, like you go from like, you know, uh, 8,000 AD to 8,000 8, BC all the way to 2020 AD or whatever. 
um, you that new jobs open up, new careers open up, new abilities to communicate open up. So I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how can we influence this game? So I mean, I guess so. Like, what's the, two the end goal goals then? Is, like, that, are you that... trying to do utopian society or hellscape society? I guess it's really make them all die at four. Hellscape society achieved. Like, I I'm wondering if like you don't have complete control over when they die. Like, I wonder if you can get our like based on your decisions, you're given percentages. So it's like you, this person has a 40% chance of dying at age eight, but maybe they won't. So it's like you kind of, there's this level of unpredictability in all of your decisions. And then I'm wondering, can you do some sort of, maybe we're thinking like too far outside of like the effects of the people that you are spawning. Maybe what if we, what if we thought about more abilities that we can use because we're dealing with uh, more abilities that the fates have access to so what i fates wonder... want if, well, if we're well, trying me... to figure out what the end game is well let me pitch you on this let me pitch you on this so you've played prey right yeah a little bit so you know so you know like in their crafting um the crafting system there everything was just brought down to its basic components where it's like organic uh technological or inorganic shit like that mm -hmm. what if the the you as you breed this you know world and decide the fates of this world it breathes like cosmic um creation stuff of the universe so it's like you actually can cultivate chaos and then you can grow it or like farm it or you can cultivate peace or cultivate love cultivate death cultivate like war and i'm trying to figure out like okay can you grow that shit as if it were a crop or a currency and then maybe that's what fuels your ability. So it's like as you grow more chaos, you unlock more chaos choices. Or you can you can impact the weight of the world more as the fates. Because I think so if this was a... just sort of like an open sandbox where you're gonna just like be given prompts, create little characters, and then watch stories unfold within this world. I think that might be cool because then you can see like as time goes on, you can see like how lineages go on. And maybe it's very bite-sized, so it's not like, you know, this you get... This reminds me a lot of Crusader Kings 4, I believe, was the most recent one. How so? Um, Crusader Kings 4, it's a top-down tactics game, but one of the things that was really interesting about it was the fact that there was a timer constantly running on your own character. Uh, what ah. Crusader Kings did that was pretty unique was it wanted to be like sort of a character-based tactics game. And so like Civ, where you're just kind of growing your kingdom, you can then have your character will have things of like, this is the things that they like. These are the things that stress them out. These are what they're good at. But then mm -hmm. after, say, like 12 turns, your character will die and you will be given a new ruler. Oh, so uh, are you uh, saying usually some sort of like mm -hmm. child? And so you can do mm -hmm. a lot of like character stories through this game. Uh, and there's all sorts of writing prompts about like, oh, because you threw a party three weeks ago, your cousin that owns this kingdom is jealous for not being invited. Watch well, out. Let me, let, me, let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something. Because um, what this is telling me then is maybe we're thinking this game isn't working because we're thinking too big. So let's boil it down. And like you said, let's figure out what the fates want. The only idea, the only examples of the fates I I have are one from the Hurdy, from the uh, Hades Town musical and the Hercules animated movie. So I don't okay. know anything about the fates, but you know what? I'm just going to assume that this is what they want. They, the fates, control the deaths and lives of fucking every living being. But you know who yeah. they don't control the lives of? 
the gods. gods. Yeah. What if they are trying to do this is them fo- building their plot and building their own kingdom in the background deciding, "Okay, we're going to raise this kingdom up because we're going to only a mortal can kill a god in this world or something like that." And they If they can't have cut to- the gods strings, then they'll simply mm-hmm. tie them up. Yeah, so I'm wondering if like this whole thing is about the fates trying to cultivate this kingdom that wages a war with the gods so it's like you're trying to like maybe they're under the thumb of hades and they want to be like okay we need fucking hades out of here so we can have complete control over who lives who dies um who tells our story Uh. (laughs) okay yes so what this is is we're, we're using this like prog gen narrative thing to like give us oh you've created a really like this historian or this politician you had a spirit for, you gave them a short time to live, but in their short time, because you gave them X, Y, Z boons, then they've become an incredible asset. You get a bunch of extra chaos points, something mm-hmm. along those lines. And once you gain enough chaos things, then the fates, or you once you get enough resources through this prog gen paper please style, it, it's paper please as you are given a prompt, you decide how long, what style, type of life xyz of a character that character is placed mm-hmm. out into the narrative bucket characters will be also- pulled out of the narrative bucket and based mm-hmm. on storylines that happen you will be given or you will lose spiritual points this is the mm-hmm. chaos thing that you mentioned but we'll mm-hmm. have other energies uh, perhaps well, me, chaos perhaps passion perhaps else, love from there you can use those yeah. resources to create heroes Heroes would then be what we use as a spirit that you create that gets put into the world, and now it is in the narrative bucket. And a hero mm. can or may, might kill a god. Oh, okay. So, okay, I want to build on that because you're you're in an interesting. There's an interesting idea there. One thing I I kind of I'm catching us doing is that we're looking at the spirits before they born. With if they already have their own like personality and their own type of person, but I think what when when we look at these spirits before they go off and you know become a, a person, maybe we don't look at it as they have personalities or like you know they're this type of person. It's more over just like okay, what energies does this spirit carry? They carry a lot more violent energy and a low intelligence um, energy or something like that. They're predestined for something like that. Of course, that gets into the whole thing of, like, who's born this way? Are they – or you raised this way? That kind of thing. But I'm wondering if it's more But we're just dealing like, with gods and fates, and we are, are yeah, allowed to play yeah. with these. Yeah, so it's like you're – exactly. You're dealing with, like, fate. Like, what are these people pre-leaning towards? But to build on what you're saying is you can pick, once you come across the spirit – you can pick who you want to infuse with the special energy that you've cultivated, and that will determine what kind of hero it is. So yes. say we decided I w- we took that extremely vi- violent but low intelligence character, and we juiced them up with chaos energy. Well, guess what? We're going to start seeing there's going to be more war above ground. There's going to be more like just uh, just absolute fucking chaos incarnate going on. But hey, a lot of war, that's a good way to get Ares to rear his head in the prog gen stories. Yes. And and now you have Ares as an existent character in your storylines. Oh, my God. And now you as the fate can start saying, uh okay, Ares exists. He's reared his Uh head. We have him on our overworld map. Now Now let's start seeing how do we we beat Ares. What sort of characters need to exist in the world to beat Ares? Holy shit. So you're just trying to go up and fucking beat you know what this is reminding me of this comic's been around been out for a long time but i do recommend reading it um 
the, the you remember um uh fucking resurrection man where like yes. the i the 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 core narrative of that is there's this character who can't die and angels and demons are hunting this character because there is a deficit on his soul i'm wondering if that's why the fates are upset at the gods is because they view this as like hey there's a deficit on your soul you have lived too long you have been slain quote unquote too many times so it's you time need for you to, to move you, on. It's time yeah. for you to die. And that's but why in the order fates to do are that, going the up against these gods. The fates need to create a world state where the gods feel it is necessary for them to get for involved. For them to step, like physically so again, manifest. In, in yeah. the case of Ares, you need to have a huge war happening. And then yes. Ares will yes. rear his head and he'll be like, yo, we partying? What's up? Mm-hmm. And now you can mm-hmm. say, okay, again, how do we kill Ares? Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. in order to get Zeus to show up, you need to create a lot of pollution to create a lot of stormy weather. So then Zeus mm-hmm. and Poseidon show up, and they're like, "Damn, we got storms well, I think, up to his." Well, out. I think you can also. I think it can also lean into like if depending on how what culture you raise up to. It's like if you have a culture that is very heavily about hunting you would summon artemis or like a culture that's heavily about nautical like warfare or nautical um sort of like stuff uh oh fuck wait a second here i i have i have something i want to pitch you on i'm gonna just straight up steal from death loop so the core the core idea of death loop is you need to be able to do a successful run where you kill everybody if you miss even one person your run is forfeit I'm wondering if this is a long play game, all like civilization style, where one run takes like 40 hours. You need to do a successful run of this game where you manage to kill all of the gods over the course of one game. And that can, and I'm wondering if like that's something that's too much. Is like that, do you do like it's a scripted narrative or is it like you just, hey, see what you can do? You figure it out, trial, trial and trial again. You know, and I think like, it's if I think it's the later. I think it's a bunch of uh-huh. like trial and error. Try it. See if you can do it. See if you can't. And like it'll be RNG based. There'll be clips out there in the world where someone's like, "I killed all of the gods in twenty minutes on my run." <laughs> yeah, speed running, speed running, God killer. Oh fuck yeah! All right, okay, cool. Let's put a pin in this. Why don't you give me a game? All right, that seems fair enough to me. This comes from Barry B. Coltrane at Nomino Thirty One. Reverse murder mystery. You have to convince serial killers that you are also cool. You have to convince serial killers that you're also cool. So are you a serial killer and no. you're just trying you're just not to dude. get caught? You've wound up in the same room as Jason and Freddy. It, it, how's it uh-huh. going? It's Freddy versus Jason versus Xenomorph versus Chucky. And they're all mm-hmm. hanging out. And they're like, mm-hmm. I, they're all looking at each other. And they're like, I respect you. I respect you. I respect you. The game, the hustle, the the. So is the this passion, like a competitive it's about the hit job, It's about the passion. And then you're this- there also, and you're like, damn, how do I convince these five super murderers that I am also cool and need to be respected so that they don't just attack me right here, right now? Mm-hmm. So, okay, I don't necessarily... I, I guess we need to kind of dive in on what exactly that means gameplay-wise. Is it like a Hitman, like a Hitman versus thing where you guys are in this open sandbox of murder? And you are trying to out murder the like the slashers you're going up against. So is it like you're trying to be the number one scarer or the number one murderer? Um, is that kind of so? So like level I was one is you're that at you would camp. just sit down and simply lie to the other monsters and tell them that mm. you've done murders and cool things like that. 
Okay, so you do have to show them that you are capable of murder and simply choose not to. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so you're... (gasps) Okay, wait, I think I got it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, What if you are somebody that (laughs) that is trying to convince that these murderers that like, hey guys, I know that you guys feel really good about doing the murder, but what if you just did all the things up to the murder and then let somebody go? And then the murderers are like, why would we do that? And you could be like, no, um, because I did it? Because I used to murder all the time, but I've realized that the real joy is not, in fact, hurting people, but just giving them a good spook and a fright. The, the, ed- the edging murder is what it's, you're basically suggesting. It's about suggesting. edging to it. It's about getting close to hitting somebody with a chainsaw, but not actually doing it. And again, like, you know, f- fucking uh, the guy in all the cor- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre murderer is uh-huh. like, I don't know if that's true or not. How uh-huh. would, have you done a murder before? And you got to be like, yes, I trust me. Dude, I've totally so, hit people with a chainsaw before. I just, you know, it just doesn't hit the same. So, okay, okay, you're onto something here because I was about to say, like, I kind of have a little bit of an issue with just like the, hey, let's murder because it's fun to murder. Like, Dead by Daylight is able to pull those, it off. That's what all the murderers in the in the murder movies do. What you're trying to do I, I mean, is you're trying to tell them, look, the murder, the murder's the boring part. Yeah, Look it's about the hunt. Cool. It's about the thrill of the chase. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look so at how much you... more fun we can have if we don't kill them and simply so, bother them as a funny so, prank. Okay, so you're more about like, okay, what that's telling me is there's some sort of meter that you need to keep up. So it's like a fear meter. <laughs> so how it's do you like get you, Jason, need... to stop murdering people at the camp and get him to just pull funny, funny pranks on them. <laughs> so it, it starts out like really brutal and then goes to. Being more of a jokey thing? Yeah, like you show up and you're like, damn, this dude really walked out of the lake and then attacked somebody by like picking them up and putting them on a hook inside of a closet. And then by the end of it, you're like, no, Jason, that's not funny. You know what is kind of funny, though, is if you go up to somebody's tent and you zip tie it shut. That's a good, harmless, (laughs) funny prank. Okay. So it's it's about these brutal murderers discovering the joy of pranking how is that a reverse murder mystery though (laughs) yes exactly okay how is that a murder mystery though it's a reverse murder mystery blake but a reverse murder mystery implies that you're trying to not figure out who the murderer is again the prompt was you have to convince serial killers that you are also cool okay i mean okay we are convincing you're convincing them it's like if mike wazowski would just show up and it's like, it's all like right, if Mike I'll... Wazowski tried to convince people that he was cool. Yes, it's exactly yes. So, that. So you start off as like a slasher poser, and yep. you're po- your poser with a Z. And you're try you show up, and rather than wanting to kill people, you still want to be. You don't want to kill people, but you still want to be cool. I think with that you slasher. showed up here Bad with crowd the explicit intent of correcting these murderers. You're a real Harley yes. Quinzel type beat. But you're hoping not to fall in love with all of these sick murderers. <laughs> fall in love with the, Are you? <laughs> is this? Are, are you implying it's kind of like a? Uh, oh God, I'm trying to think of the name. It, it's not like Honey Pop. Um, no, it's I'm just proposing you, that it's like Harley from the Batman. 
from the Batman. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm trying to think structure wise. It's like, okay, good example. Helltaker, where it's like you get one level and one interaction with this character and that's all you get with them. Is this a similar situation where it's you have to out prank them and then you get one sort of conversation with them that <laughs> you then have to it, during that conversation like Helltaker, there is a right answer and a wrong answer. You either get it right or you get it wrong. And if you get it wrong, you die. They, they kill you. Um, or maybe it's like uh, they ask you questions based off of the activities that you did during the scare thing or during like the. the yeah, there's uh, a dialogue option where yeah. they ask you about how much cool murder you've done. And in that one, you do have to lie and convince them that like you used to do it all the time, but you got bored of it. Check out the mm -hmm. funny things that I can do with this plunger. Bet you I can beam your mask with it from 20 yards away. It'll be super fun. <laughs> <laughs> so then the gameplay loop is you just. You are going up against Jason. You outprank him. Bam! You get a fun little like saucy conversation with him, and then bam! You're going to Freddy. Then the question that, then is, how do you outprank these characters? Like, what is the gameplay? A part of me I wonders think... if it's like a. Hear me out. What if it is you are dropped into a zone, and it is a craftathon. You have to run around oh. and collect things, and then craft oh, pranks. Oh, I love that because that's like a competitive area. thing. See, that's cool it, as shit because not every so much biome, a competitive thing, yeah. but more like a video game version of Home Alone, where you're like, uh -huh. okay, I'm going to show this man how funny I can be. By the time mm -hmm. I'm done with Freddy Krueger, he's gonna look like the funny chicken thing where I cover him in tar and feathers, and it's oh. a super good prank. Well, how about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Because I want there to be some sort of escalation. You have to prank the NPCs of the area, and then your final prank is against the monster <laughs> slasher yes, that yes. you are You versing. have to prank all of the teens that they were going to murder first. Yes, yes, yes. And then that will that will summon them to the area or something like that. And then you have to figure out how to prank them. And I'm wondering, you know, it would be kind of a fun little twist to do on this. I'm wondering if it would be... You prank all of the people that they were going to try and kill. That summons the slasher. And the, if the slasher finds you, he kills you or they kill you. But you can only prevent them from killing you if you get them to laugh due to a prank. So it's like you scout the area by, you know, and find what resources are available to you in this environment as you are pranking all of the kids. And then, you know, after you prank five kids or five, whatever, that summons the slasher. So now, you know, the environment be like, OK, the slasher's here. This is their ability. Um, this is how they maneuver or whatever. They're coming to kill me. But I got to get them. I got to prank them first and then that'll make them laugh and then they decide not to kill me. It's like, oh, you're yeah, cool. And there will be all you sorts know? of like little items that you would have noticed while walking around that like were mm -hmm. interactable, but you weren't certain how. And like there's yes. a flagpole sitting around. You're like, I don't know what to do with the flagpole. I'm going to go off and mm -hmm. prank these teens. And then like mm -hmm. later, later on, you find Chucky's underpants. And you're like, I bet you if I run Chucky's underpants up the flagpole, that little dude would think it's funny. <laughs> a little bit yeah just like okay so it's just convincing them to it's not kill it, you is the yeah it's environment the puzzles yeah. and convincing people not to kill you ah, okay 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 all right let me give you another game wait i have one more wrinkle oh. that i would like to throw into this oh okay okay Go because ahead. i think that's something that's important to think about is character and who is this single mm. character that has decided to use their incredibly cool who do we think in the world is capable of being a murderer or capable of telling people that he's cool enough to do a murder, but also is somebody that has done so many good pranks and now and has decided to use that power for good. 
I don't know. I don't keep up with prank channels. Do I look like, do I look like I keep up? Oh, is, is it going to be Ashton Kutcher? Because he does pranked. Oh, we Ashton could bring Kutcher. back Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> See, I was considering somebody that could prank on the with the heat and level of a serial killer. Okay, and I Who's was that? thinking about the triumphant return of Bam Margera. Bam Margera didn't he like sue the Jackass people because he wanted he wanted a lot more money than what they were paying him for the new Jackass movie? Was I, Bam Margera I remember, part of the new Jackass think- movie? He was going to be, and then he got, and then he quit. Like he, I guess, got dropped because he something happened. Like there wasn't insurance or, or or something. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know if Ben Margera is a dick. Is is what I'm getting at? I hope not. That man is important <laughs> to my adolescence. <laughs> I watched a lot of Viva La Bam growing up. Viva La Bam. You're fuck, dude. Remember when they had Guar on that show? That was wild. Oh that was no, Ben Margera. Yeah. Sorry, I just oh, no. did a Google search on him. He's not doing great right now. Uh-oh, what's wrong? What did he do? Uh-oh, um, uh-oh. <laughs> he went to jail. That's what I'll end oh, that one with. Oh, no! All right, whatever. Fuck Ben Margera. Ashton Kutcher's all right, I think. Maybe? I hope. God, I don't know. I'm talking about Fuck it. You know, I'm done with 90s. adults. We're getting... I'm done with adults. We're getting the little kid from... We're getting the little kid... The curly-haired kid from fucking Stranger Things. He's too young to have done anything wrong. <laughs> He wanted to do a prank show. Now he can prank serial he murderers. Did, he, he did want to do a prank show. <laughs> what is that kid's name? Fucking uh, Stranger Things kid. What's his fucking name? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? I don't know. I can't see it. Okay. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Is it Finn Wolfhard? That kid, the curly haired kid? No, wrong one. Wrong one? Fuck! All right, whatever. All right, let's go on to another game. Gatton Materezo? Materezo? I don't know how to Materezo. pronounce that, but it's Gatton. Oh. oh, are you talking about, like, the, the older kid? No. The teenager. Oh. The young the young kid with the curly hair from Stranger Things. Uh, he had oh, two missing front the one teeth with the, the one with like the white the one with the white hat and then like that has with like the, the white red rim hat. On it. Yes, he's the yeah, one t- telling yeah, all yeah, the yeah. serial murderers that he, they can do pranks instead. <laughs> I mean, they would look at that kid and be like, "Oh my God, you're adorable." And he's then too just young fucking, to be murdered by any of them. He's too so, like, young he's, to be moited. Might I suggest though, if you if this is a game where you do get caught, it is pretty brutal. Like this is we're dealing with fucking <laughs> Jason Voorhees type murder animations. It, like yeah, it is it's one of those fucking like, intense as shit. Yeah, it's the Dead it's Rising Laura Croft murder <laughs> animations where like we let some developer have a little bit too much time with it, and they like mm-hmm. make it, and then people sit down on talk on podcasts afterwards and look at it and say, "Who the fuck is this for?" And we have to sit there like, um, we it's don't like know we played It either. Takes Two. We don't know either. We just know that like people do this people in like the it, industry. I guess. <laughs> All right. AJ, I got a complaint. Zombies? Of course too you do. Too fucking slow. Zombies? Too slow. Every time I see a zombie, they're moving slow and they're doing walker. They're nicknamed walkers. I want to do a game inspired by it's all october but the crying dries in your eyes at dust in your eyes zombie sports resort we sports but with zombie me's and extra slapstick horror comedy aj this is about zombies getting jacked this is about zombies getting swole this is about zombies playing how does a zombie do a deadlift because if they pick up the weights their arms will fall off 
that's the joke. That's the joy of it. Is you gotta like you. I'm wondering. Okay, this feels like a shitty fucking Wii game. Like I, there was like red as most sports. of them were, as most of them were. Quality, quality control on Wii it was not good. Um, so this is a game that can, that is it is either for the Wii Fit. Ta- what what was that thing called? Balance was board? it just called a Wii Fit? Yeah, the Wii Fit Balance Board. I'm wondering if you can do a thing for the Wii Fit Balance Board, or we're gonna take the shitty energy of those poorly designed Wii games and we take that spirit and put it into a Ring Fit Adventure game. I think the Ring Fit Adventure has more possibilities for us to do zombie mini games. So I'm thinking somewhere along. Okay, let's 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 name down what zombies do. One. They got it. They got a shamble. They got a walk. They shamble. They they eat brains. They shamble and they uh, they moan in unison. So their jaws fall off. And that's really funny when it happens. So is there some way we can do a sports game or take like let's take some of the uh, what are the what are the sports games in in Wii Sports? They buy your dick. For a second, I didn't know what you were referencing, and then I remembered, oh, yeah, that kind of does happen in Dead Rising 2, It happens it? all the time in Dead Rising 2, which is, of course, the greatest <laughs> zombie media ever made. They do Zombies do bite your dick. I mean, they don't bite your dick. They just get adjacent. They're like dick-adjacent biting. And I don't know why we're having this conversation. This is you not a good conversation. You were asking me what zombies do. But, but, yeah, but you didn't need to, to like go into detail of where the bitey parts are. <laughs> I think it's important to know where the zone's at. Where the zone's at. <laughs> okay, so are you playing... Is this... Okay, how about, how about this? How about this? How about this? This is a game of Halo Infection kind of game. Where it's... You are... Yes. You, you start as the singular zombie in a mall. Or in a small little town or city. And your goal is... is By exercising and doing certain... um Like... Ex- uh, doing certain exercise regimens, you move from person to person and infect as many people as you can. But where the where the uh, the sauce comes in is after you infect X amount of people, military shows up. People with guns come out. You have to then b- balance infecting people while also outmaneuvering the people hunting you in this area. So it's an exercise. Fact, this game. is actually the danger that all Zimbros actually go through on the daily. Wait, what? <laughs> a gym bros? You ever talked to a gym bro? Uh, uh no. They'll work I, out I, and I don't flex hang out at you and try to turn out. you into a gym bro, but if too many gym bros gather up, the military does get called. <laughs> so, okay, in this world, it's like, maybe we just take like the, um, what's the, wasn't the plot from fucking Sunset Overdrive that it was an infected uh, energy drink? It, what was it, just an it, infect- it was a nasty it, energy drink that turned people it, into it's, monsters. It's, it's just infected protein powder. So when you okay. get bit, you just fucking turn into a muscle-hungry zombie. Oh, my God. That's what they eat. They they don't eat your brains. They eat your fucking muscles, dude. Oh, that's where all the protein's at. That's where the protein's at. <laughs> okay, so you were playing as a zombie that is running around and doing ring-fit adventure workouts at people. Then you get to eat mm. their bones and not their bones, their muscles. They're incredibly cool, powerful them. muscles. You Could infect them. Some- they join your horde. You continue mm-hmm. running around like a mobile game ad, making your group of crowd of zombies bigger and bigger and bigger and faster mm-hmm. and faster and faster. Well, let me let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something. So 
if this is i wonder if we can apply a little bit of strategy to this game so okay. you start the game off there's you're the only zombie in this mall you walk over and you find somebody you do a little you, you have to like you know squeeze the ring fit to make yourself walk and then once you get there it goes into like you have to do some sort of like regiment while you're there and depending on how well you do on the regiment you can choose one of the next two things one you can either bite them and let the and they will join your horde or you can consume them and increase your own stats so it's this balance of infecting and growing the horde to where you can like have many more people or many more zombies survive when the military does arrive or you could make yourself stronger and you like evolve style. So I'm wondering, now, uh, you know, like I do have one question okay. for you. Okay, go ahead. How does this get the Mies involved? How does it get the Mies involved? I mean, you can design your own zombie me, right? Or the people, <laughs> the people what if that these you are just are, is... Mies? What if these are huh? just the Mies that people created? Yes, it's all they all just get siphoned into one area. So like everybody that's living in this mall or living in this town is part the people it's that the have me, the Mies. It's the me center. It's the me mall. The yes. little me channel yes. that all the me's hung out in. That's where the yes. zombie outbreak is yes. happening. Yes, exactly. This is a game where you are using your the incredibly cool Fitbit or the incredibly cool me fit or we switch switch fit. What's it called? It, it, and the ring fit. Ring fit. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, you're using the ring fit adventure. You've been dropped into the me shop, the me channel as a zombie, and you're going to run around and kill or eat all of the me's that exist. There will be yes. uncomfortably realistic screaming and crying. There will be uncomfortably <laughs> realistic eating animations. Oh we will God. watch a me bleed. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, would it be funnier if it was more cartoony as if it was Mies? Or would it be like if you put the Mies in Unreal Engine? Is that what you're getting at? I want to put the Mies in Unreal Engine. Oh my god. So it's going to look like, uh, remember when they took like Majora's Mask and put it into Unreal? And it god. just like had the, just like all of the textures were fucking beautiful, but it still had that sort of like old quality to it. Yeah. Um. So we do something similar to that. So. It's the balance of, so what's our end game? Is it just each level is you starting out in a different, that's it. Each level is just a different, like, uh, populized area. So, like, the first level is uh, a convenience store. Super small. You start out there, like, maybe only one, like, police officer shows up. And, of course, you got to get them and all that shit. And then, and but each level is structured to be one workout session. So it'll be like, I wonder if like you start at the convenience store and it's like Monday's is arm day or like uh, the se the second one is the mall. Guess what? You got to do a lot of walking at a mall to get around and get everybody. So that's going to hey, be a lot more. Hey, have we not gotten another ring fit anything? Uh, because it was, I, I, yeah, it actually is kind of surprising because it sold out like at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Like ring fit was not available anywhere. And people liked it. People bought it. Like, people said it was a good game. Like the... I was playing it for a little bit. Like, my last two weeks in Oregon, I had a Ring Fit adventure because my sister got it. And then I left it in Oregon. But I was playing it for a little bit there. It does rule. So, I okay, so maybe that's what we need to do here. This is the next fucking game this that is uses the, next the Ring, ring Fit adventure. This is and a Ring Fit adventure for grown-ups. It's good. It's a Ring Fit adventure for grown-ups. <laughs> All right, Blake, it's time. It's time? What's our nug? Time for... Time for, time for what? Okay, so we what, what nugs we got? We have our we uh the convinced slashers that you're a cool person by pranking pranking them them dumb by kids. pranking them so right by pranking them so right 
and then we have the Fates game, which I like the Fates game. It doesn't have that stank, you know? It's it doesn't just, have it the seems stank like a, on it. It seems like a fun game. Um, I think it's either between our uh, between our, exor- or our Jazzercise exercise uh, zombie game. Zazzercise? Play- oh, I'm trying to think of a good zombie name. All right. It's either between that or um, the other game that you came up with. I would like to explore the idea of pranking a serial killer more. Okay. Uh, do you think there's more legs on that? Do you think there's some stank on that? Um, I. What if when Freddy Krueger in the Freddy Krueger mission and he's like, I'm going to kill the kids when they're asleep. You're like, no, what if we did this instead? And you just fucking blasted the teenager with a hose <laughs> while they were sleeping. <laughs> um, okay. I, I don't know. Like, like I feel like it's, li- the, it's really like an open world over th- over mm-hmm. here and showed murderers how to prank so right. Well, I, I I guess I'm trying to think of like, okay, what's the the is there any more that we can discuss with it? Because I choose I, I think I choose my nugs off of like, is there more to talk about with that game? And I look at the slasher game, though very fun. I don't think I have anything else to say about it. <laughs> it, it does I seem mean, like, perfect already, doesn't it? Yeah, How can it, we stink it's, it then? It's it's already a, a confined package. Um, I was going to make it stink, stink and suck a little bit by bringing somebody from the early aughts involved, but apparently everybody from the early aughts sucks shit, and no <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> and you look up somebody that you remember vaguely from the past and find out that they're fucking attacking people. Like, yeah. Uh! yeah. All right. Well, let's 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 lean away from that one then. I don't. I don't think. I. I don't think it's got any. It's got any legs. Why don't we do our? Could we our, get Rob Deerdeck in this? Is Rob Deerdeck not problematic? I don't know. I don't know. MTV still has he's like eight shows about, with the man. I, he's. I don't know. Like I don't trust anybody. Who fucking just, <laughs> I don't trust any. I don't trust anybody don't trust that anybody. got famous for skateboards. <laughs> Tony Hawk's pretty cool. Like he 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 hangs out with kids and donates all. For of now, for now, <laughs> give it three weeks and someone's gonna be like look it up and be like Tony Hawk killed a man with a skateboard. Tony, he grind, got away he with it because nobody death. recognized it because he broke the skateboard. So when people were like, "Hey, who's that murderer?" They were like, "Oh, it's just a guy. It's not Tony it's Hawk. Just, he doesn't have a skateboard a- with him." <laughs> Weird side note: I saw I saw a dude on the street the other day, um, while I was uh, I was I was at a kebab place and I saw some but this one this one guy I'm like, God that that looks like Tony Hawk. I know I'm terrible with faces, but that looks like Tony Hawk. But you're right, he didn't have a skateboard, so it couldn't have been Tony. It couldn't Hawk. have been Tony Hawk. But like if he had a skateboard with him, like you would have recognized him. Immediately. I would have recognized him instantly. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Let's talk more about our zombie exercise game. I feel like that's the that I feel there is more legs on it, and we can add a little bit of stank on it with how we go about it. How? So, okay, you tell me how to put stink on it because right now all I've got is an HD remaster of the Mii Shop, and I'll be honest, I see why <laughs> Nintendo fucking abandoned the Mii's. I'm trying to imagine a world where these little dudes are under better lighting, and it sucks shit. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing for the light to catch there's just nothing all here oblo- it's not even there's like a oblo- fun thing to imagine like i'm just looking at them and they're there and i'm like yeah that sure is the me channel huh okay i'm wondering do you think we need to take the ring fit adventure outside 
Like people need to take this to public spaces. You and can't you- make me think about bringing the Switch in public because now I'm just thinking about Nintendo Street Pass for the 3DS. That's exactly what I was thinking. So now imagine, AJ, imagine you can gain points. You know, like you were talking to me about there is the concept the, whatever of Whatever we Jim get Bros. after the Switch better have a Street Pass or I'm going to find everybody in charge of Nintendo and kick them in the dong. I mean, I think it's possible. Like, it, it, that was all done through Bluetooth and shit. So, like, it's po- it, like we just got Bluetooth audio on the Switch. So, I'm who knows? Maybe Street Pass will become a Yo, thing on the Switch. Sh- maybe Street Pass is on the Switch. They just haven't activated it for us. <laughs> maybe it's just not there yet. Okay. So, now <laughs> you, Yo, you were told. Yo, Switch, you got Street Pass in here? <laughs> so, you were pitching me on the concept of how Street Bros get other people to become street bros. Gym bros, not street bros. They're very different. Jim, what? Okay, so like, what if we take that concept and apply it to our Ring Fit Adventure? Is there a way we can award people for taking their Ring Fit Adventure outside, doing exercises, and recommending this game to people? Indoctrinating indoctrinating them into our zombie gym bro game. So it's yeah, like we don't it's, have it's a pyramid a scheme in video games yet, and I think that like a like a is that a pyramid scheme? A peripheral pyramid scheme. Uh, okay, Ooh, it's not exactly okay, you're a pyramid scheme, there. but like a, a peripheral based referral program is just shitty enough. Like, oh yeah, where it's like, hey, if you refer a friend, you get ten bucks, you know, or like yes. hey, you refer you refer for a, a friend pro- you for get, a physical like Mint product? Mobile does that. Yeah, Mint Mobile. Yeah, actually, yeah, because a lot of that shit's digital, isn't it? Where it's mm-hmm. like, hey refer well i mean i'm imagining you would like a place i just a place i used to work for just announced that if they if somebody buys a scooter with a referral code from you then you will get money out of it which is really weird yeah really that's so fucking weird so i'm wondering if you can do a thing where if you refer somebody what if it covers the cost of your investment like it covers the cost of your of your um ring fit how so it's expensive? like my mo- okay. I was okay, gonna my, say how my- expensive are you expecting this? So you're proposing well, the idea of a game where like the cost of the ring fit is eaten mm. when somebody convinces one other person to play the game. Yeah, but how many people? How many times can in this day and age, AJ? It's hard to convince your friends to play shit. If you're an eyes friendship, is any example of that? It is so fucking hard to convince your friends to play things that you play. So yeah. people are going to buy that thinking they can cheat the system. And guess what? Nobody ever does. My brother Jordan, he's always trying to get me going, buy in on things that he is in because he gets a cheap, he gets a little cheapy discount from it or some money or something. Never works. I love my brother. I don't love him that much. I you don't love, love you. him enough to get into I don't into love Dogecoin? you that much. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, a Destiny I got into. That one was a rarity. But the 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 idea is that we that's the stink is thinking perv- giving a some sort of peripheral program that people, for active wear video games yes that, and then that's giving shady people, i like it then giving people the idea or the belief that they can just buy this game refer somebody and not and get completely reimbursed like they think that's a possibility but and reality, more importantly much it's fucking innocent, harder it's, it's for a product that you and i know is sold out like yes, like no people one are gonna can buy do the referral program because everybody that wants this thing is getting in on it anyway, and mm-hmm, so what we're creating mm-hmm. is a is a physical product, a physical peripheral for our zombie game, where mm-hmm. 
nobody can refer anybody because the people that are in, that would be interested are already in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: like, guess what? A person uh, by a person does manage to refer somebody. We still have that person actively trying to refer other people. We still have we still made a profit off of that one unit. Yeah, we could we can take a hit, but we're gonna make some wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just like a zombie horde. It starts out small. One person talks to another person. It spreads. It spreads and spreads and spreads and spreads until everybody in and their mom has a zombie ring fit adventure. AJ, what the fuck are we calling this game? Also, we should talk about modifiers. <laughs> Let's talk about a modifier really quick. Okay, okay, okay. What was this week's modifiers, Blake? This week's modifier is collectibles. So we have to talk about what are the things we got to talk about being... the game, the little in-game mm-hmm. zombie game. Because I am realizing, mm-hmm. I'll be honest here, that I think that what we've developed is a little bit of a mobile game. And I do mean like a mm-hmm. shitty mobile game that you would get ads for while on Twitter or TikTok. Like you are mm-hmm. just like a massive me's running around. You find another me. You do a couple workouts at it, and then you get to decide whether to eat it or make it join you, and then you run around some more. So, like, How, the game here, ooh, not that in depth, but what's mm-hmm. important here is simply the rush. We're, we're building a Clout Chasers video game, really. Okay, so I have an idea. So what collectibles could we snag? I have, I have a really unique one from Gazer, and they recommend pictures of you. AJ. What's the number one thing people fucking love doing when they get a good pump on or go to the gym and get that sweat going? They take love taking selfie. pictures of themselves. They take a fucking selfie. They sh- they fucking show off that they've put in the work and that they're getting their pump on. So guess what? When you reach milestones or you beat a level, the Ring Fit Adventure is already in the perfect position to take a selfie. We add a little bit of a webcam right there on top of the Ring Fit Adventure, snaps a selfie when you beat a level, and that's like- the thing that you can collect. Okay, That's hear me out. You can it's like to your one phone. of those. It's like Connect. So when Connect was going around, it would do all of the Connect games would do this thing where like it would take a photo of you in the middle of your thing and be like, "Look how f- much fun you're having." And yeah. like, of course, like you <laughs> look like shit. It you are like either shitty. like winded or like you're entirely <laughs> red and sweaty or you're blurred out. What this yeah, game is doing yeah. is it is taking that same process of like, here's a shitty photo yeah. of you. And like yes. you're out here putting your gains in, putting lens. in your work in, putting in your oh, s- blood, sweat, and tears, and it's taking photos of you the whole time. And then in the middle of it, it's like, hey, you better find these collectible photos or we're posting them. It's going up on your socials, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. You're, are you ransoming these these photos? Like, we're ransoming their photos. Yeah, we're oh taking the God. Connect photos and we're telling them that Holy they better shit. find these collectibles or we're going live. Wait, that's a good motivator, actually. Because the I'd Switch be like, is already linked up to most people's Twitter accounts. God yes, knows my yes, Switch yes, is. Yes, yes. Well, no, think of it this way. Like, that's a fucking excellent motivator to just be exercising. It'd be like, if I if somebody got a picture of me. Like when I was just doing like reps in my backyard or whatever, where like my shirt is fucking soaked, my hair is just caked to my head, and they Your say face like, hey, is all puffed up from like shit, that last push up. Fucking, I know exactly yeah, the face. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody said, hey, this video, this thing's gonna go online. I would feel somewhat embarrassed and somewhat inclined to be like, okay, if I do another thirty reps, that image never goes out <laughs> like that. And and the vice and and by result, they're playing the game longer. They're recommending the game more because they're like, fuck. I'm in deep with this game. I don't want this thing. I can't return it. 
if I recommend it to somebody else, I can get I can cover the costs of what I paid for this dumb, stupid game that basically holds my, images of me hostage. I get that money back. So it's just it's this perpetual cycle of this game fucking trying to get you to talk other people. It's like it's like what's that one pyramid scheme? Mulberry or uh, pie berries some dumb thing where it's like people just start getting desperate and reaching out to other people on facebook being like hey you want to check out this product it's super Bro, good for your life every fucking like pyramid scheme yeah, i was scrolling through facebook the other day before like because i recently started dabbling back into facebook and i saw like two people from my fucking high school football team are like now part of some cbd oil pyramid uh, scheme I'm like some damn mlm multi uh, uh, multi-level marketing i think is what our thing classifies as not necessarily a pyramid scheme it's but the same thing but that's those are synonyms no 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 Pol- a multi-level marketing scheme is different than a pyramid scheme i don't know why how exactly they're different but a pyramid scheme i believe can be an mlm but an mlm doesn't always result in a pyramid scheme weirdly enough i i don't i i remember seeing it on a frederick nutson documentary I, if I you find remember. me an ml like a multi-level marketing scheme system mm-hmm. company that is not blatantly a pyramid scheme like i know like their t- their t's and i's are all dotted and crossed so it's mm-hmm. legally not but like okay. we all know cutco knives are a pyramid scheme okay okay here's here's a quick here's a quick little thing that's that is different about it. Multi-level marketing or network marketing is individuals selling products to the public, often by word of mouth or direct sales. Pyramid schemes are, however, fraudulent schemes disguised as MLM strategy. So MLM so because have there's actual a product products you can buy. Th- because there's yes. an actual product yes. there, it's not a scheme. It's just yes. dog shit. It's just dog shit that abuses the people that buy into it. While oh, pyramid see, schemes have no product I understand. Whatsoever. I understand that it looks like a pyramid scheme and it's written like a pyramid scheme and it <laughs> is a pyramid scheme. However, might I propose to you that you get these knives? Like, come on. Just because they're effectively using a pyramid scheme doesn't mean it's not a pyramid scheme. Well, no, that's why I was saying it can be a pyramid scheme. But it's but they are they are different and they can be unique. Like a multi-level marketing thing could be um, something. It's like I think it can only go like one person deep, where it's just like you have a company and a bunch of people selling under that company. It, a pyramid scheme implies that there are layers to it, where there's the person at the top, then there's the second group of people they're selling, and that have other people below them. So like it's different. Like this is not. The game we're making isn't like that. It's like, well, actually, I guess kind of a way it is because you have the first layer of people who bought the bought the uh, the ring. Who bought the product? We're not in the multi-level scheme system. What we are is a referral system, which no one will be able to take advantage of. And then we are (laughs) ransomware in their horrible, nasty workout photos. And then, yeah, and if they don't do, if you don't burn those 2,000 calories, baby, this video, this photo, it's going out. It's going out. <laughs> I hope you have a fun caption ready for this, like, like, oh, you know, it doesn't look pretty, but it feels great. You better have a bunch of those in the back pocket because we will make this live. <laughs> I wonder if it would just, if you can use an algorithm thing that'll, like, digest, like, all of the posts you've ever made and give some sort of robotic, like, post, like, like uh sentence structure that goes with an image that it automatically uploads so it's like if it's like so if it's like if it checks out my twitter which is like a lot of like painting um and like horror based shit is like and (laughs) 
and then it shows, and then it uploads a picture of me fucking sweating like a dog and says, I got scared by something. And then it's just, <laughs> just all it, that's just all it says, like in no context of anything, just a bad picture of me saying I got scared. Um, shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay. So what are we, what are we calling this? What do we call we figured this? figured out game? a collectible uh, that's also like the hostage situation. <laughs> it's zombies. Um, zombie host- it's me's. We could do what's Is that? Zomb me anything? Zomb me? Actually, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, uh, zomb me. Uh, ring fit zomb zomb me. Ring? Is it just ring fit that dot over the dot zomb zomb me? Or zomb, is it just zomb me? me? Yeah, ring zomb fit me. zomb that, God, me. That's so fucking. So that's so. That's so. It's not great. I'll be Zombie. honest, not a great name, but also well, it's a me d- game, so like what the fuck ever. Like it wasn't gonna be good. We know how those well, me games be. Well what if we what if we call it Ring Fit Zombie? Like Z-O-M-I-I. So because if you say zombie really fast, it's it sounds like you're saying zombie. Okay, so zombie. yeah. Ring, Ring Fit, fit zombie? zombie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. <laughs> that's a fucking game dude <laughs> that's a game we have, we have an mlm ring fit game holy shit i didn't think that's where we'd end up today but hey that's kind of horror at least it's horror it's horror like in a in a capitalistic sense it is <laughs> and that's like, that i think is the true goal blake i'm ready to go to patch notes let's go to patch notes hello everybody and welcome to patch notes we have one itty bitty favor to ask you, and I only feel comfortable asking you this because it was my birthday yesterday, October twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five. That's my birthday. It's uh, I'm a, I'm a little baby boy of twenty six. Blake, are I you about to use to your birthday me. wish on four hundred people? <laughs> I'm gonna use my birthday wish on four hundred people. Would you kindly share they this have podcast to do this. with a friend? They have to, legally. If you're listen, if you've listened to at least two thirds of all spiritual successor episodes. No, you if you were listening to this, if this is, is this, a birthday this, wish. Like this, you're not this one episode. Oh, okay. I was gonna give them a little bit of slack, but you you're you're right. I, I'm being too kind no, on my birthday. No, it's your birthday wish. Weaponize it however harsh birthday. as you want, Blake. All right. All right. If you're listening to this, share this podcast with a friend. Share it with somebody you love. Fuck, share it with somebody you hate. I want people to check out Spiritual Successor. And if you like this podcast, we hope you do too. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. That's super lovely and awesome. Please, please give Blake this one gift. Please, for, for one suggestion a day, you can support a Blake on his birthday. <laughs> With that, I think we're ready to close the episode. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Raya. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.